What's going on, beautiful people? Like I said, we are here to stay back again. Episode two, two more to go. We see Dacia's already flexing with the Dallas Cowboys. Y'all know we're going to get to the uh, NFL talk. Uh, my boy Isaac is back. My boy Darnell is back. We in this thing. We two, fellas. How y'all feel about the first episode, man? Fuego. I'm going to jump in there. Double days. Like a freestyle. Like, you going to go? You going to go? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Hopscotch for niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Double dutch for niggas. There you go. Okay, we're gonna take that as a sign that we uh we feel good about the first episode. Uh, so yeah, uh, what we didn't get to touch on uh, in the first episode is uh, a little bit of culture. So kicking off episode two, we're definitely not gonna miss out on talking about culture. And I would say one of the things that I saw they actually called my eye today was uh in the rap game that boy G Herbo, Chicago uh, native. Buying back his elementary school, bro. Boys be talking about buying back the block, but I can't say I know of any rapper currently who has bought back a school that they used to go to. Like, that's legendary G shit right there. Like, that's like really triple, triple salute to G Herbo. Like, uh, Isaac, how you like, how did you feel when you heard that news, bro? Man, honestly, uh, it was inspiring, man, really to hear because, you know, uh, everybody knows rappers to be um, somewhat or they got the, you know, mantra or image of being materialistic or, you know, just being, you know, monetarily invested into, you know, bullshit like, you know, money, cars, clothes, hoes, you know, the, you know how it go. But, um, you know, to see them do something positive and to sow a seed of, of hope into the community is definitely a, like a breath of fresh air, you know, to say the least, um, to see, you know, especially, you know, like with the message, um, you know, different rap entails, um, though an authentic message, man you know i can't i can't preach enough to, on how you know actually being proactive in the community and doing something that's gonna you know benefit generations to come you know so that's huge man shout out to her word up word up nah i know uh d i know you was somebody who was like dabbling and like slowly but surely getting into like g herbo's like music and his catalog like and you somebody also who like kind of like really tries to engulf yourself in like the culture and like what's going on specifically like in the hip-hop space like how did you feel about g herbo another thing that made music to my ears man i love seeing these artists be men rather than what they used to be, man. It makes me so proud, bro. Them seeing being fathers, husbands, you know, even being the child to their parents and respecting their parents, you know what I'm saying? And for him to go the next extra step, an extra mile to go and buy back his elementary and to do something positive and selling these corporations take over it, it's like, bro, these artists are actually getting it now. They're actually getting it so they can spread it to the future to where hip hop is not frowned upon. It's actually looked upon with you know respecting everything you know what i'm saying like when i heard that i was like you know what dude i'm not listening to your music as much but that definitely encouraged me to listen to your music more and to not only see your music but to listen to your lyrics and your message you know what i'm saying like uh my brother uh edward explained to me that not every artist is going to be mainstream you can't leave them out you know what i'm saying at the end of the day they're still doing miraculous things in the community so i'm i know so triple quadruple salute to that man you know hope other artists follow that trend and uh, to piggyback off what Darnell is saying, bro, like, that's what I believe should be the protest. You want to protest? Put some money in your pocket and put your people on. Uh, I'm sorry. This is our podcast. Put your niggas on. <laughs> that's what you need to do. True. That's, that's, the, that's the protest. Everybody, I mean, 
I'm not trying to knock the the different types of protests there are, but for for me and mine, that's just that's just how I want to do it. Get a whole bunch of I money mean, knock, and I, put my people in position. At the end of the day, uh, they just like you know that's what it's about. Like putting your money where your mouth is. It's all about action, is. you know. Because at the end of the day, you know, protesting and marching in the street, though that does you know bring about awareness, it doesn't bring about the physical and tangible change that you know people really want to see yes, and actually mean, like reap the benefits of like legislation getting changed or actually you know like herb did you know actually buying your elementary school and turning it into a multi-purpose center you know so kids that have something to do you know when they get out of school instead of go jump in the streets you know like a lot of inner city youth you know have the unfortunate choice to do you know like i definitely could you know speak to a personal experience about growing up in a, a inner city youth environment and then you know, uh, making different choices and things like that. Man, it's, it's crazy, bro. So to, you it know, see her, man, hey, it's stupid real. Nah, nah real. It, it chew you up, spit you out real quick. Man, nah, I, 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 got I, don't know, I don't know how this stat will be able to, like, be found, but I think probably a stat only God would know is how many lives G Herbo just saved by making that small move and bomb that man. Amen, brother. Man, it was already written, man. This is supposed <laughs> to happen. Like Drake said, man. God's plan, for sure. Definitely, definitely, man. Salute to G Herbo for that move, man. Uh, big time, man. Uh, that's a little bit of a taste of culture. You better believe this. We're going to have a lot more coming. Uh, Am I wrong to say this is a Nipsey Hustle type move? Is it wrong to say that? No disrespect. Oh, no. That's exactly what <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, exactly. I mean, it was a Nipsey Hustle yeah, no, type move. No, no. It's, it's not wrong to say that. It's not wrong to say that. Oh. Transitioning to the NBA before y'all boys get going. Like I said, man, we get to see immediately who was right or who was wrong with they take because we're watching the game as we are uh, giving y'all this podcast. Um, so I am about to share a clip from last week that Darnell and Isaac had uh, kind of just going back toe-to-toe about, uh, well, I ain't going to tell y'all who it is or whatever, and uh, we're going to play this clip. They I have one question. Who in the hell gonna hold AD? Nobody, nobody on the Nuggets can hold Anthony Davis. That is a well known. Who's gonna hold LeBron? And AD's gonna hold AD. And I'm gonna leave it at that. AD is gonna hold AD. You gonna make, man, boy, you gonna make these people take your basketball court talking about some AD gonna hold AD. AD gonna mess around and give you 30 AD. for the series. Oh. And y'all have to be out in game five going back out the bubble. Hey fellas, so Ooh, y'all, heard, okay. y'all heard that take Isaac oh, D, we love you, we love you, Darnell, because you our brother. So we definitely we're not gonna take your basketball part away just yet. But I'm gonna <laughs> okay. kick it to Isaac since A D proved him right. Isaac, how do you feel about game two right now? Game three going on. How do you feel about the series thus far? And obviously, please start off with the game winning shot against uh not a, or against Denver by Anthony Davis. The man is who you thought he was this whole time. He is who he thought he is. Period. He he's the man that you would hope and you know ascribe and aspire to be. I mean, the play really, um, you know, LeBron James being the you know vocal leader of the team. You know, one would think that okay, you know, we're gonna drop a play for LeBron, especially with the 2018 playoff tear that he went on. You know, giving people game winner after game winner. Um, you would think, hey, let's actually go draw up a play for Braun. You know, let's get him off a curl or a quick pin down. You know, to 
you know, kind of orchestrate some open offense. But, you know, sure enough, they ride the high hand throughout the night, which was Anthony Davis. Shock, shock, surprise, surprise. Nobody could hold him. And at the end of the buzzer, you see him elevate over Jokic, you know, for the game-winning three. And to whom I think he spoke the word Kobe after. Yes, Lord! <laughs> you hear me? You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, with all that being said, man, um, <laughs> my prediction was right. Uh, I foresee the series uh, potentially going five. It could be a gentleman sweep. I'm gonna go ahead and say five. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get a pesky Nuggets a game, uh, just out of respect because they did knock off the Clippers, who everybody thought was the best thing since sliced bread. And you know, went ahead and debunked that. Uh, you know, I'll, Kawhi. Can I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. Watching the game, when I seen, I was rooting for Nuggets just because, like. He put the team on his back, though. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I wanted Nurkis to, like, get that win. That's almost like – it's it's not to the same degree, but just in terms of, like, feeling like you gave away a game when, like, J.R. Smith, like, blanked out and, like, oh, I thought, I thought we was up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, ah. Then, you know, you got um Plumlee who just, like, you know, you don't really communicate in that situation. So, it's just like I felt bad for the Nuggets because I really wanted Nurkis to get that win considering – how much he balled out, um, but like AD was on the tear, you know. He was man, and, and to and to speak towards the play to being drawn up for the AD, I heard um at, in the post game interview the play was actually drawn up for LeBron. Yeah, but was, how yeah. they played it, yeah. they played Bron to the T, and they were you know kind of attached to him real close. For sure, um, I know. remember AD saying that like coming out of the timeout the whole time he was just looking at Rondo, and like they were just using their spidey senses. They were like. Yeah. Game, yeah. Kobe! <laughs> what you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, we're going to get to you because we're going to let you plead your case. Yeah, please. We please. know you're a Laker yeah, fan, too. So how do you feel about that game winner as well as what the series is looking like now as game three is currently going on? Well, first of all, I'm going to be a real one and say you called that man Nurkic for like the past two minutes, and his name is Nikola Jokic. Damn. Yeah, okay. Yo, my bad. <laughs> I let him go. To defend myself, to defend myself, to defend myself, I really want Joker. I really want Joker back. I really want him in Portland to defend myself. So that's why I keep. You want Nurkic to get a championship so bad? I'm like.
Well, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change it up because I called a sweep before, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with what Isaac said. I think that the Nuggets will get one game because it's looking like it right now. So, I still think that they could possibly sweep these guys. Well, not not necessarily, uh, Daisy's. Um, you got to remember, um, at a time, um, Anthony Davis wasn't actually seen as a winner, right? Because he was thought to be this generational talent. Well, if you're this generational talent, uh, i.e., LeBron James. You could even, you know, lift the likes of even this dismal Pelicans team at least to the second round of the playoffs, right? So, I mean, though the West was a difficult conference, but, you know, he did have that mantra for a while that, man, he's a generational talent, but, man, can he really, you know, lead the team into the playoffs? I think uh, to piggyback off Isaac, I think a lot of people kind of, like, get caught in, like, because he you, – you sometimes think because we're all so, like – heroic basketball we're all captivated by that and because like Anthony Davis was never just like a heroic player in terms of just like yo he got his team to the Western Conference Finals with nobody on his team like like you say Isaac you can mistake and be like oh he's not a winner but players like that they just need to be accompanied by another superstar and when you're not being when you're not being able when you're a great talent, but you're not you yet to have the opportunity to be put on the big stage with a team that can get you there. People can see you know what I'm saying. So I think that's right, the problem right. in how people view AD is like he always had probably he always, he had probably been waiting to make that game when he shot for so long in the playoffs They've on the big stage, that. but he never had a team to actually get him to that stage. And I think that's right. why we're able to see how well he's playing now. But to wrap up this talk, we are going to give it to Darnell, who I don't know how he feels about Denver. I know before the pre the post pre-production, you were saying you will feel okay if they want they if they at least lost four or two. How you feeling about Denver right now, D? Alright. He put the glasses on. on. The black sky <laughs> All right. So let me break it down for y'all, okay? Game one, there's nothing to be proud of. Nothing to be proud of at all. Burnt out two seven game series. It's came back from three one from three one. It's miraculous. It's it's beautiful. I expect them to get blown out. If the number one seed does not do that, there's something wrong. Okay, I give them game one. It's a little disappointing the way it happened, but you can clearly see they were dirt tired. Now game two, beautiful game both ways. Hats off, hats hats off to those Lakers, man. Straight <laughs> up, Queen, they came Mr. to play. Queen. <laughs> came yeah. to play straight up so with that being said you expected a battle that game winning shot that proved to me what i always been saying ad will beat ad if ad comes to play ad's there's nothing you can do about it all you can hope is you get the last shot there's nothing you can do he is a skilled player but it's all on him that's the way they did that they did that to prove my point they did that to shut me up period they took that shot. So, you know what? We heard about this guy in Houston, Texas. Better yet, even more direct in Conroe, Texas man, right now. And the man he said that. You Ooh, exist, listen, man. listen. Go stop it. Stop it. Just like this, come on. Come on. Come on. Like come on. But you get the idea, though. You get the idea. You know, they heard about your boy saying, you know what? They talking, they talking down. Let me show this boy came to play. And that's what he did. He showed, like, you know what? This is the AD you're going to see in the playoffs. And I respect that. But you are not about to sleep on this team that has come back. That doesn't. Under, that doesn't know what quit means. That's one thing you will not do on this Nuggets team. Now, I told before the podcast even started, I, in a professional way, I will say Lakers 4-2, but in a fan sense, 
seven games. You know, which means that seven games means definitely the Nuggets, in my opinion. And as a fan perspective, not as a realist sports analyst, sports analyst, the way they're playing, I would have to give it to the Lakers. But uh, the, the fan inside of me is saying definitely Nuggets in seven. That's my realistic possibility as a fan. So overall, bravo to game two to the Lakers. That's what they're supposed to do. I'm all about what they're supposed to do. If you don't show up, what does it even matter? Okay, now <laughs> your card is on the line. You telling me Nuggets and seven? Hey, man, that's in the relationship. As a fan, as a fan, I am going to give you the disclaimer because you gave it and you said as a fan. You specifically said as a fan. He did. He baited me. He baited me. Oh, definitely. He wasn't on the analytical X's and O's. He said strategically and specifically as a fan. I give you that. Way to cover your ass, my brother. Uh, so, uh, bro, it happens to the best of us. We all have our realistic, and then we have our A, bro. At the end of the day, yeah. the, the stat sheet and the, the players are there. You know, hey. it is what it is. Speaking of trying to be realistic with a fan, uh, right now we are motherfucking me goddamn 0-2 with the Texans. And I didn't tell y'all this. Me and Christian talked earlier on the phone, and he had a bomb to drop about his take on the Texans. And we know he came in last week kicking crazy stuff, talking about Bill O'Brien, but he had a bomb to drop. I don't know what it is. I told him to save it for the podcast. So uh, depending on what it is, I think uh, on the behalf of Houstonians and Houston Texans fans, if he say something outright, it is uh, our jurisdiction to get on his ass. But he may say something we agree with. We don't know. I tell you, Christian is a wild card. So we're about to bring him in and get into the NFL and uh, see what's going on and see what's on Christian's mind. Yo, what's going on, beautiful people? Y'all know whenever y'all see Coach Johnson, I know we already episode two, but you know when you see Coach Johnson, it's all football. Um, me and Coach Johnson was talking earlier today, um, and I don't know, he had a he got a bomb to drop, but um, I don't know what it's gonna be. But we're gonna get to it eventually down the road. But uh, Coach Johnson, you know, man, this is your segment, man. I know you want to uh, talk about quarterbacks, bro. So go ahead and school us, and you know we ready to get on your ass. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm ready for it. What's up, good people? We have just finished week two of the uh, of the NFL season. Uh, some very, very good football. Excited that we have football here. Want to get into some quarterback play now. When talking about quarterbacks, uh, the the best way I think that we should think about quarterbacks is in different tiers, right? Uh, the first tier is being a guy that's so elite that he makes everybody else around him better, right? Hey, we don't have to put much around him. He just he's just that good. Just put enough around him, we can win games, right? Uh, then there's other guys uh, that uh, we can win with, right? Hey, they're not that elite, but if we put the right pieces around them, we can win with them, right? Uh, then there's other guys who um, who aren't gonna cause us to lose. Okay, hey, they're not that good that we just we can't win with them, but they're just they're not they're good enough, serviceable enough to where if everything's perfect, they're not gonna cause us to lose. And the other guys you just can't deal with, right? So uh, in my opinion, every year there's about there's definitely two or three guys in that first tier, right? sometimes up to five guys in that first tier, okay? And everyone is looking for those particular guys, but you're not going to get that, right? So 
the guys right now in that first tier, right, definitely Russ, Mahomes, and Rodgers, right? I have two other guys that are uh, on the fence, but I'm going to put them in there anyway, right? First guy, Lamar Jackson, right? Uh, I still think he is a top-tier guy. He makes everybody else uh, good around him. Uh, I think his his arm talent is much better than we give him credit for, only because his his elite running ability is so elite that we look at that first before we look at his at his throwing ability. But I'm going to put him in there. The only reason why I hesitate though is because everything around him is so perfect, right? Uh, though he doesn't have great receivers, the offense is built so so perfectly for him um, that he doesn't have to do too much in order to succeed, right? The next guy. The first bomb of the night, the next guy I'm going to put in that, uh, in that arena is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow already. Joe Burrow already. Joe Burrow already in that category. You had yep. me. You had me, but now you have lost me. Yep. Not, not, that Joe, not that Joe isn't worthy of that down the road, but where's the respect for the Bro, league? Bro, he oh. lost his first. Uh, oh let, let him finish. He, let, hey, him. He, let him finish. Yes. He lost his first game. Hold on. He lost his first game to a team that almost beat the Chiefs, who he led down to have a game-winning drive. Uh, uh, he, he threw a game-winning touchdown if it wasn't for a pass interference call. He put them in place and position to go into That's overtime, but the kids Now, now, he, I don't know any other rookie, any other rookie in their second start that was asked to throw the ball 60 times in one game. This man single-handedly kept them in that game versus the Browns, who I believe is a fringe playoff team this year. He single-handedly get put left them in put uh, left them in the game out of this this past week, right? AJ Green played like crap. He does not have outside of AJ Green. What other receivers he has? John Ross, who hadn't uh, been anything. Tyler Boyd, who's okay. His tight ends, no one knows their names. Joe Mixon couldn't run for nothing. The man is already in there. Sure, he hadn't he hadn't had time enough to to accumulate accolades or whatever da, da, da. the Bengals are going to win games this year simply off of him he is already there all right next take Carson Wentz uh when when the Eagles drafted uh Jalen Hurts in the second round everyone was like what what are they doing they already got Carson da, da, da. especially Eagles fans right Hey, bro, wait, Sometimes. I'm sorry. I just thought about it. So, you ain't, and I don't even care about his age. You're not even putting Brady in the top. Bro, I was just going to say that. I'm like, bro. Like, what are you not there, I'm talking about right now. Patrick Brady? I'm talking about right the- now. I'm talking about right now. Me too. I, I, I understand you're talking <laughs> no, about right Tom now. Tom Brady is not that right now. But, no. but, but man, if you're going to talk about not that right now, brother. Drew Brady. Drew Brady. Drew Brady is that right now. He's had two games, but Joe you're not going to give it to him. already. It doesn't matter. Joe Burrow's that already. I don't need to coach, see him. I don't even know if I can call you a coach at this point, but <laughs> if, <laughs> if we are living in the essence of the moment of right now, I understand the moment that. Of right, right now. now in Thomas, the moment of right now, Thomas, let me tell you this. In Thomas the moment Brady of right is now, a six-time champion right now, and you excluded him from this group. 
And yes, I because, like, because he is not elite too. right now. He is, oh, not, Joe elite right. is he elite. not elite right now. Who you listen, want right listen, now, Joe Burrow or Tom Brady? Listen to my definition of what I call elite. The elite let's, let's, tier. Listen to his, his definition. The elite tier, the tier one, right? A guy that carries a team. He's so elite, he carries a team pretty much by himself. He doesn't need a lot around him. He can make everyone else better around him. Tom Brady was that at one point. He is not that anymore. But Joe Burrow is right now. Joe, Joe Burrow already is. Okay. He already is. Maybe in the future, but not right wow. now. He already is. Let's not beat a dead horse because we want to try to keep progressing. We know we disagree with him on Joe Burrow because of the disrespect of the quarterbacks he's put I, 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 I can care, I can care less about hurting people's feelings. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. That's what you do to a quarterback that you feel is going to be your franchise player. You work him out and you show him what he's about. That's all I got to say. That doesn't mean there's elite. Boom. Thank you, Darnell, for that short, quick take. Keep going, Christian. Uh, just, just real quick, there's a difference between just trying to figure out what he's about and him keeping you in games by himself. Second, though, Carson Wentz. Uh, sometimes we need to, we need to believe um, – uh, my, my Angela said, when people show you who they are, believe them. We need to believe coaches and GMs when they make decisions, right? Uh, the analytics community hated Carson Wentz last year at the end of the season. They, they graded him as one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, right? I, I couldn't understand it, didn't understand it, right? So I started looking at it more. And then these first two games, the Eagles had a – one, they lost that, the first game – purely off of uh, Carson Wentz. The second game, they had a chance to, to win the game, but uh, Carson Wentz played terrible and has been the worst-graded quarterback in the league uh, these first two weeks. The uh, uh, Howie Roseman, right, who put together a Super Bowl-winning team, knew what he was doing when he drafted uh, Jalen Hurts in the second round. They don't have co confidence in, in Carson Wentz anymore. They are big in analytics. They are big in numbers. I would not be surprised if Jalen Hurts gets a shot to start this year, mid-season mid sometime, uh, because I don't think they believe in Carson Wentz anymore. He has not shown it. All right, third, third quarterback, and then we'll get to, uh, to your boy now. Tyrod and Anthony Lynn. Uh, the only reason why Joe Burrow the, – the only reason why Joe Burrow even had a chance to win his first game was because Tyrod Taylor sucked, was not even close to good, was awful. The Chargers should have beat them by 30, but he missed so many throws, it was ridiculous. And then the next week, by divine intervention, God couldn't even take it anymore. He hurts <laughs> Puts in Justin Herbert, right? Green P. Just got, you know, he has an arm on him, right? He goes toe-to-toe, -to -toe and, and they, he puts him in a position where they have a chance to, uh, to win the game. Anthony Lynn, I don't know if you're just trying to do a, a, another brother a solid or something. Man, that's bro, all what it looked like, and it looked bad. Man, bro, but you got to keep that boy on the field. You have no choice. He's yeah, single. You want to talk about no, single-handed you no keeping choice. somebody in the game? Yeah, yeah, he has no choice. He needs to look out for his job. Right, because there, there's rumblings. There's rumblings. 
He needs to, I think he's a, I think he's a really, really good coach. Um, be better than Bill O'Brien. Uh, I think he's a, I think he's a good coach. Um, I think that, that he, um, the players love him. Players will, will, will fight for him. Uh, he makes some, some iffy decisions in game, but he's, he's a good coach. Uh, and I think he doesn't need to put his, his job on the line for Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod needs to do the Chase McDaniels, the Sam Bradford, the Mike Glennon, get paid $10 million a year to sit on the bench for the next 10 years, and then <laughs> be like Byron Leftwich and become an OC. Bruh, you can still get paid. This, uh, the, the, stat, the stat that I put in the, uh, the group chat, do you feel like this stat is basically the tell-all between uh, Herbert and – Tyrod Taylor, just in terms of like Herbert getting that. Oh, I already know what you're gonna say. I know what you're about to say. 300 yards, 47. His first game, he throws for 300 passing yards, Mm -hmm. and for Tyrod Taylor, he's had 47 career starts, and he only has one game throwing over 300 passing yards. Do you feel like that stat is a tell-all to what you're saying about Tyrod Taylor? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I mean. Just because you don't throw for 300 yards doesn't mean you're not a good quarterback. But um, ever, though, Christian? Uh, I mean, it, there, there could be a bunch of different reasons why someone doesn't Come throw for 300 yards. There could be – I'm saying – hold on. What I'm saying is that stat in itself, the stat in itself is not telling the whole picture. It says something, but it doesn't tell the whole picture. Now – Absolutely, but one, even in a loss, you can't give me – you can't give me three. You can't give me three bills in a loss. Three hundred. He could have won a bunch of games and and not thrown. Absolutely, I'm, but I'm saying though. He, but you know, in it just popular culture, just going forward in arguments for the sake of being a devil's advocate. Uh-huh. Um, just you know, within a losing stint, someone would you know just agree that maybe their numbers weren't as great or as you know large as they you know would have liked for them to be. So I'm just saying, like, man, one time, uh, NFL season is what sixteen games, and he hasn't been a starter his whole career. Primarily been a backup. So I don't uh-huh. want to count that too heavily against him as well. But man. He did go to a Pro Bowl though, right? He went to the Pro Bowl. No. With the with the Bills? Didn't he didn't go to the Pro Bowl? Did he? No. No, no, not with the Bills. With the uh with the Ravens. He better did not have. No, he didn't. You oh, thinking God. about, you know, you're not thinking Tyrod Taylor did no, 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 man. Not no. Wrong guy. Wrong guy. That's not him. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, like one really good year. And it didn't result in any Pro Bowls. And if it was, it was because the quarterback. Yeah, he went to the Pro Bowl. His first, his first year as a, as a as a Bill, he went to the Pro Bowl. As a receiver? As a receiver? <laughs> Definitely weren't quarterback. Nah. nah, as a quarterback. He had 60, uh, 63%. Who was hurt? Percentage three thousand yards. Yeah, that's hurt. Something. 20, 20, hey, hey, he, had, he had twenty touchdowns, uh, six six picks. Uh, how many rushing touchdowns? Yeah. Who, who was that, hurt, but. Christian? That year? Huh? Who was hurt in the AFC that year for him to go to the Pro Bowl? Oh, I, I'm not sure. It was 2015. So I'm Probably not sure. 2012. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he still, he still went to the Pro Bowl, so. He's he's had he's had he's had you know success in the league. But I'm just saying right now though he's not the guy, and they need they need to go ahead and move on to the next thing, man. So, um, yeah. So that, I just I just want to put that out there, Anthony Lynn. I think I think you are you are good for uh, for all those who want to see more minority coaches. 
it's good to have you on the sideline because I think you're a good represent, representation of what uh, uh, quality uh, minority coaches uh, can be in the league. You can say the B word, Christian. It's okay. Black. Yeah, a, a black coach in the league. <laughs> no, I mean my, my, my minority because because I have a special relationship with uh, Ron Rivera too. So okay, thanks. Uh, Shout out to Ron. So all all minorities. So, um, but but still, black coaches too. And just, you know, hey, for 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 those who want to see more black coaches, <laughs> um, you want to see the Anthony Lynn on the sideline, the the Brian Flores is on the sideline, the Mike Thomas on the sideline. You don't want to see the the Lance Josephs have head coaching jobs. You don't want to see the Hugh Jacksons. You don't want to see Todd Bowles at with the Jets. You want to see Todd Bowles with a better organization. You don't want to see him with the Jets. Uh, so, but you you want to you want to see these brothers have have more success. So then, um, you know, uh, you know the copycat league can copy you know more Negroes on the sideline. How about that? You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but when I called you earlier and I said that that Bill, Bill, your boy O'Brien messed up, right? And I know you got excited, but then I told you you're gonna get mad about what I want to tell you. you stuff oh my God, Christian, you're scaring me. Bro. This is where they messed up at. You shouldn't have paid Sean Watson. Yo, get off of this podcast right now. Hey, should have paid him. No, 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 listen, I'm saying that, hold on, I'm, I'm only, I'm, I'm saying that really just to get a reaction out of y'all, but, but here, here, here's the substance, here's the substance. It's hot in here. Here's the substance. I'm ready to pounce, make it quick, man. And in the, in the, in the NFL right now, there, in my opinion, are about 15 of those tier two quarterbacks that are good um, you can win with them. You put it. You put um, the right pieces around them, right? The guys who need to have those, who you need to lock up to have those, you know, ridiculous contracts are, the, are that that top tier, right? I don't think Deshaun Watson's in that top tier. Yesterday, yesterday when I when I I'm just talking. About, I just looked at the film. I did not. I did not look at the game. I just looked at the film. Um, what the film said is that he did not play like $156 million. He played like a good quarterback. He played good. But there are too many times where, dang, you just got paid. You're supposed to stand in the pocket and hit this guy that's coming open. Can we, can not we get O'Brien to be a good GM and get us, get us an offensive line? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. There were times, there were times where, there were times where, and if I, if I could, I would go, I would go through the film with you, Edward. I would go through the film with, you, with all of y'all and say, hey, look, here, here, here's, a, here's a play, a first and 10, play action. Hey, they got him. They got him, right? Deshaun just needs to sit, sit in there a half second longer, which he can, which other quarterbacks did yesterday or, or the other day, which Ryan Tannehill, who, who got paid, did the other day. Through a dime do touchdown. Don't do that. Uh, which Don't which Philip Rivers, which Philip Rivers did a couple weeks ago through dimes. Um uh while 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 getting hit, getting sacked. Um uh I've I've seen people do it, and I think he has the ability to do it, but he did not do it yesterday. They did not pay him that money. They did not pay him that money to be great versus average teams. 
They paid him that Let money. They thought he could be great versus great teams. The Ravens. Let me in. The Ravens have a great defense. They are a great team. Yesterday he was not great. And do not do not say, oh hey, well you know if they put more pieces around him he would do better. Well listen, the piece that that he had with them before, right? Did you get the email I sent you, Edward? I sent you I sent you an email with 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 his stats with uh with D Hop and without D Hop versus the Ravens and versus the Chiefs, right? He was just as statistically bad with him as he was without him. That offense did not move with him nor did it move without him, right? It was not oh I'm missing D Hop, I'm missing D Hop. The same amount of targets the same uh, uh, QB rating. He actually had a better QB rating without him than he did with him, right? So, I'm just I'm just saying. Now there were there are times. Hey, uh, we're 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 spread out wide. The guy that we traded for that you know, hey, we don't have D Hop anymore, but we got this guy. We're gonna get him out wide versus a versus a linebacker. We're gonna do a sluggo. Oh snap! He's wide open. This is gonna be an 80 yard touchdown. When did D Hop ever do a sluggo route? 80 yards to the house, never, hadn't done it. He's not in his arsenal, right? But this guy can. David Johnson does it, D-Hop misses him. Hey, third and one, right? Third and, actually, no, no I know the fourth, and one, the fourth and one call. Fourth and one, fourth and one. Uh, you know, instead of us just running, just running the ball up the middle, we're going to do a play-action pass, right? Now, I don't know if this is in the playbook. It doesn't seem like it actually is. It seems like this is something that D-Hop – or Deshaun Watson did on his own. The little twirl around after the, the, the play-action fake, play-action fake, and he does a little twirl around, and then when he turns around, oh, snap, someone's in his face about to sack him, right? Instead of, you know, drive the guy, oh, the snap. Because of the poor blocking. No, 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 no. Okay. If, he, if, he, if he just does the play, if he does the, when you look at the film, this doesn't, there's, I don't, you if, seem if like a Bill O'Brien supporter. Like, are you? I'm not an O'Brien supporter. I did, because I'm, because hold Bill O'Brien's not calling the plays this year. Hold on, Bill O'Brien's not calling the plays this year. Yeah, let me in on this. Darnell, go, go down there, go down there. Hold on, let me finish last two. Let me finish the last two things real quick. If he if he just rises a guy, the tight end comes open. He'll hit him well well before he gets hit. But he does some some sort of spin move for no reason after after uh, he, he he does the fake. And then, and then there's, there's another time, it's a third and 11, when they're down, they're, about, they're in the red zone, they're about to score, right? And um, they run, it's, it's uh, man coverage, right? There's a single high safety, but there's six guys on the line, right? All five guys are going out on the route. Deshaun Watson, this is your fourth year in the league. You know, hey, I got six guys who look like they can blitz, only have five guys uh, blocking, right? I either need to change the play Right, or I need to tell my tight end, hey, before you go out, you need to chip this guy coming on off the line so that I have time to get it to my other guys. Right, there was no hot route, didn't hot anything, they just ran the play. Right, and it, and he himself, he himself messed that up, uh, without getting the protection right so that so that they can they can score, uh, while they're in the red zone. Right, so he had about seven of those plays where I'm like, man. You got paid 156 so that on these seven plays, you could be the guy that, that you were paid to be. Average guys, 
good guys don't make those plays on those seven plays. The elite guys who we thought you were make those plays, and you didn't. So, there you go. All right, let me let, let me let you know something real quick, okay? Team chemistry is how you win championships. There's no such thing as winning championships without team chemistry. Bill O'Brien destroyed that. You need you need unless you're a hybrid like Brady or so on and so forth. You can do it with anybody. That's not everybody. They gave this man so much money to be good for the future. What they did with J.J. Watt, which you didn't bring up, they gave J.J. Watt $100 million to be good right now because he proved he could be good, great, awesome right now. Quarterbacks, that's for your future. That millions and hundred million, that's for the future. Exactly. You're right, right now, we need to be cute. Be, what's up? But, no, this is for the next 10 years. So, with that being said, they went up against the two top teams in the AFC. And you expect them to win? Off of an angry, bitter uh, Baltimore Ravens and a championship feeling themselves, Kansas City Chiefs. You got you got a whole four prayer for them to win both of those games. I, I didn't. Even I didn't, one. I didn't. I didn't say. I didn't say. I. I said, I'm saying on those seven to eight plays. I'm talking about those plays. Those seven to eight plays. The chemistry's not there. The, the chemistry's chem not there. It's not the about chemistry. It's not about chemistry, chemistry because these are these are things. These are things that. He himself, without without anybody else doing anything, right? Hey, we schemed up a guy wide open downfield for you. Throw the ball. He doesn't throw it. Hey, how do you do when you, you shell time in the how do you do when you, shell you shot? have time in the pocket. You're shell Why are you shot. running around? You have time in the pocket. Why are you running around? Shot. He was the most sacked quarterback. And a, in, lot, in a lot of those. What are you gonna do? You're shell shocked. You don't know what to do. Nobody yeah, no big money getting no big linemen. They're the same line. Last year, Deshaun Watson was was responsible for more sacks than any other quarterback, right? By himself, right? Could be, he doesn't hold the ball too long, but man, it, true. It, it, but at the certain point, doesn't change the fact that even on the hot right scenario that you did go ahead and give, man, like that goes back to chemistry, right? So if it's if it's supposed to be a hot, if we get a certain look. If we get a certain, he's the one who sets it. Like, but what I'm saying, what, what chemistry, chemistry is there? If, hey. I, if I call a hot and Brandon Cooks doesn't know the hot, or because I have, he didn't call one. He didn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. He didn't change the projection. He didn't. They just ran the play. Look, look, look at it like this. Look at it like this. Look at it like this. Some hot routes are not even the word. It's the body language. Like I remember a segment about ten years ago about Deion Branch and Tom Brady. They uh -huh. did a play in the absolute dark. Chemistry is about knowing your receivers. If you got a brand new guy, yeah, he's awesome. But if you don't know how to play with him, there's no point. There's no point. That's, you can be awesome as much as you want. But if you don't link up with that receiver, there's nothing. There's nothing. It don't matter if he's – and on top of that with the whole pressure thing, this quarterback has been sacked and sacked and sacked. You're going to be shell-shocked. What you going to keep doing? Oh, I believe in this imaginary good offensive line. It doesn't work like that. I have that. a question. They have to prove to him, hey, consistently over – consistent – Plays, we can protect this man. If they can't do that, he's still getting pressure. There's nothing you can do. Answer your question, I'm, I'm with you, but on those, on those plays, I'm talking about these are just him. These are just so him. My question is, Go ahead. do y'all believe that Deshaun Watson is better than Dak Prescott? Yes, but before we get to the Cowboys, we're going to stay on Deshaun Watson. I love you. So, uh, so okay, Christian, what I, what I thoroughly hear from you saying is, you believe Deshaun Watson is not that guy because you feel like 
the errors that he makes in games are only inflicted by himself. It has nothing to do with O'Brien. It has nothing to do with his receivers. It has nothing to do with his the plays that's being called. You feel like because you didn't see him make seven plays or seven throws that you feel like elite quarterbacks should make, a $156 million man should make, because he did not make those games in week two against the Chiefs. He is not that guy, and O'Brien uh, made a mistake in paying him as a GM. Is that the full take of what you are saying, yes or no? Uh, almost. What what I'm what I'm saying is, <laughs> Isaac, bro. I, want, I repeated everything he just said. He you said did. almost. You gave him a chance to stand on it, and he didn't even do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let us cut you off. Let us cut you off. Because you, so you, you have said. I feel like you having like a horrendous case right now of recency bias. And boy, I, know, I know you no, hey, shit, I know you a coach at heart. Joe Burrow, top like you, tier quarterback. You lost me after that, top bro. Five, I ain't got to I'll stand on that. I'll stand on ah, that. You you have like I was saying, I feel like you struggle severely from recency bias. You have watched you didn't really watch the game in its totality. You were just looking at plays, so you didn't understand. The, the 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 situation, the game situation, how it was being drawn up, momentum. You were just looking at plays. Like I I, I don't understand like how you just said he not that dude. I seen seven plays. He didn't make those throws, and like you didn't really watch. No, because I watched. Hold on, hold on. I watched. I, listen. First of all, when I when I when I was watching the game on Sunday, hold on. When I was watching the game on Sunday, I was watching back and forth between three other games, right? So I didn't have my eye on it the whole time. Second, you're human. Okay. Second. Second, I watched every <laughs> offensive play on the film. Every one. I didn't. I didn't go like, oh, let me just go through a few different plays. I watched every <laughs> offensive snap on the film. So when and, you were and watching, from, and what I'm saying is, from those snaps, hold up, from those snaps. Now, I understand that Deshaun's gonna have, he's gonna have a couple plays where, hey, he's human, right? I get it. That's fine. Okay. There are too many plays where, okay, this is where we expect you to be exceptional. And he was not. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Those, those times where it's like, okay, hey, Deshaun, <clears throat> an average guy can do the things that you were doing earlier to get us in this position. But right now we need you to be exceptional. What we talked about in the Super Bowl, when we talked about the Super Bowl between Patrick Mahomes and Jimmy Garoppolo. Special, yes. Right? Deshaun Watson was not that yesterday. Now, I'm not saying that he's not, that he doesn't have the ability to do that because he, I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> Is he but that dude or not, dog? You he's keep not showing it right now, no. You say he's not that dude. I believe he can be that dude. He's not that he guy. Can be, but he, he can has probably a... make a couple plays. Hello, man. He's not showing it. Man, it's the same dude. Uh, from his logic, Edward, he's, he just told you. Joe Burrow is better than Deshaun Watson. He told us he Joe Burrow is better than Tom Brady. He told us that. Joe he Burrow, told us Joe right Burrow better than Drew Brees. Like, so, Joe, so, did y'all so Brees play the last two games? Bro, recency bias. So you telling me right now, off your recency bias, off just your naked eye from just watching games, watching plays, here and there. I'm sorry if y'all can hit a frog outside uh broken right now. <laughs> you're, you're telling me from the plays that you watched this past Sunday, just your naked eye, what you seen with Deshaun Watson, what you seen with uh motherfucking me goddamn Drew Brees, you seen that 
you put that together in your brain, your human mindset, and you come to the consensus with only two games from Joe Burrow against the motherfucking me goddamn Browns that we know ain't good. And he's gonna say that's you see. how many games did it take for you to for, for y'all to see that patrick mahomes was the truth how many games uh over the body of work I, i'm gonna tell you this chris man joe burrow ain't even better than Kyler murray because i think Kyler murray is playing like a top five quarterback right now and the numbers will reflect that if you want to make a hot take, you're talking about Joe Burrow being better than Deshaun Watson and Drew Brees. You about to get ran and laughed out of town. But Kyler Murray, I don't mind getting laughed out of town. I don't mind getting laughed out of town. I don't mind getting ran out of town. That's fine. My feelings will not get hurt. Joe Burrow, I think Kyler Murray is really good. I think Kyler Murray right now is playing better than Deshaun Watson. I tell you that much. That's fair to say. That's fair. That's I still, I still think that but Joe, he Joe does Burrow, have continuity and chemistry within that offense, and he just added the number one best receiver in the league. But go on, just from just anybody, anybody. Listen, you know, listen. So. Again, again, guys, again, again. The plays that I'm talking about have nothing to do. The 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 the, the, the plays that I'm for the talking sake about of the collar argument and, that, and the actions and the actions of Watson have nothing to do with continuity with the players around him. Or nor the play calling of his offensive coordinator. These are plays that he has run since high school. That we're like, hey, from what we've seen over the past three years, I'm going to see when he's done, guys. Keep going, Chris. We think that you are the guy that when the, when these seven plays are come up, that you can make these plays. We've seen it at times, and we've seen other times where, oh, no, I don't know. I just see your face. <laughs> But at those seven plays, and I'll, you know what I'll do? You know what I'll do? I will, I will crop them out, and I will send them to you. Thank you, my nigga. Thank you. That was going to be my next question. Them to you. Crop them out, and next week, depending on how, you know, the third week go, if it's like hot game or whatever, we will – well, the sedation probably won't let us because he's a Cowboys fan. We're going to get to that. But we will have you break this down for us because, like, bro, we've been the dead drum. We completely disagree with him. Oh man, I love you so much, Christian. Thank you for being here. <laughs> um, so we're gonna like we we can, like we already thirty minutes in. Or, hey, you know, all, all, all I gotta say, all I gotta say is, uh, Houston uh, fans, get ready for another week of this trash. So we yeah, gonna play this week. Best defense in the Watch league. your mouth, man. I told you that. <laughs> Yo, you, man, man, look, 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 look. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Uh, da, 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 Hey, hey, I don't know. Week, week five, he'll be back on. He plays the Jags defense. The Jags defense is bad, so he'll, he'll come back hey, to play. Bro. Week five. Yo, man. Uh, so Better team they see twice a year, so. Sedacious, you've been quiet because you don't really have a stake in this fight as a diehard. I see you with your Cowboys shirt on, bro. Y'all boys came back, bro. Like, I don't know. Give us your analysis, your fandom. Like, how you feel about that coming back in the way, in the fashion that he did, bro? I don't know. Y'all yeah, niggas might be mad at me. Y'all might be mad because I might ride with Christian because I had a question that that was asked that no nobody answered. Do you niggas think that Deshaun Watson is better than Dak Prescott? Bro, we didn't dignify we dignified that question with an answer by not responding to Quickly. it. Quickly. 
I don't that know. That might be a problem. Question: Did the Dallas Cowboys win that, or did Atlanta give it up? What do you? What talking the hell about? do you think? Atlanta know how to give away. Only biggest stage they gave up the game. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. You saying that they asked that specific question verbatim to professional journalists, and they said no. The Dallas Cowboys went and won this game. And that was just a straight question. That wasn't Hayden. I'm very proud of them. That was just a real question, though. If LeBron Stop James, playing. if what the man is saying is, no, no, it's my turn. What the man is saying is, your boy can't stand in the pocket and throw strikes. My boy can. I sat up here and said this last week, and y'all, y'all like shunned it off. Y'all are scared that y'all number four isn't might not be just as good as my number four, Jeez, and it, and it's being it's showing to be prevalent. It's showing to be week after week, bro. Dak Prescott is still better than Deshaun with numbers. Bro, a dead clock is right twice a day today. That's what I'm saying. Because with you're numbers. telling me that he, your with number numbers. four is better than our number four doesn't make it right. Like, what, you what also have had the best offensive line. Bro, over the, the past numbers. Four years. I, I see that's the thing. That's see that's that's is that not to. is that you're not the truth? Y'all running harder than that every time. I hate and you, don't you have a top three running back job to say? Y'all been doing that for four years now. Y'all don't have a top ten wide receiver on y'all team. Let him go, Isaac. Let him go, Isaac. Whoa, whoa, whoa. a top ten wide receiver. Who? Who? Amari Cooper is in top ten. No, not at all. Mr. Armani Amari, not at all. He could be, but he's not. He's not consistent. That nigga soft. Amari Cooper. He don't have a top five running back in a top five offensive line. Right or wrong. Top five. It used, it used bro, to be top five. Guess what? Somebody has to get them the ball. Pro football focus is still rate them top five. On time. Somebody has to get them the ball on time. Somebody has to stand in the pocket and actually make throws down the field. You have the rushing, you have a two-time rushing leader within your backfield that allows your offense to go and have wheels so your play action so, game can be so prevalent. This, so that so, can so be a This is why this complimentary football is Hey, hey, also, too, uh, uh, the the Texans have a very good running back. Last year, last year, last year, and this this is why this is why I wish Bill O'Brien was to actually call him plays. Right? I know y'all gonna hate this, but last year they made a guy in Carlos Hyde who was never a thousand yard rusher be a thousand yard rusher last year. True. Right? They 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 were able. The reason the reason y'all beat the reason y'all beat the Chiefs the first time. You know how many times I ran the ball? 41 times. Held the ball for 39 minutes. Y'all, y'all were able to, to do the hey, let's run the ball, run the ball, run Keep the ball. Away. This Keep is this away. is this is why this is why I was I was actually happy with the D hop trade because I was like, oh snap. I, I can kind of see the vision. If they if they try to excel what they were doing last year, David Johnson's a better back than Carlos Hyde. If they try to do what they were doing last year with a better back. Um, man, they they can happen, right? I don't like uh, uh, this Kelly guy, this OC now. I, I think they need to go back to Bill O'Brien calling plays. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, I mean, is 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 David Johnson Zeke? Uh, a few years ago, he was. Um, so I think I think he the man had there. one great year. Don't you call David Johnson a good running back off of one? <laughs> Hey, Isaac, hold one, on, hold 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 on, I know we just spent a lot of time on the take, so I don't want us to get away from, like, the Cowboys, so, Christian, I can't believe I'm no, it's going to be this way, it's going to be this way, I don't want to ask you this, but I have to, because you, 
I'm gonna say you're supposed to be the coach at this point because after episode two, I don't know. <laughs> is who are you taking, Christian? Who are you taking? Now we all from Houston, and you're probably gonna have to come down here at some point. Who are you taking? Dak or Deshaun? Deshaun. Is it for a season or for a game? Long term game, gun to your head. What you gonna do? Probably take Deshaun because because uh, because he has more upside. I say I take I say Deshaun because elaborate on that upside. I believe that Deshaun Watson can be one of those elite quarterbacks. No, no, um, he can be. He's not playing like it right now. I don't, I don't think I don't think Dak can. But 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 but. Um, uh, if I if you were like, hey, you need to go through a season um with with a quarterback, just one season, I would take Dak because I I was I knew I could I could have consistent good play with him. Where where Deshaun Watson, it might be week week for week. So I, I don't know what I'll get. But one game, I'll take Deshaun Watson. If I had to build a future, I would hope that I'll be able to coach him into being an elite guy. Uh, but one season I would take Dak. Hold on, hold on, Sedacious. Before you rebuttal, I want to. I may be asking this question for you, Sedacious. But why don't you see future success or future upside with that compared to? Uh, no, he said Deshaun. Deshaun. He don't see. He don't see the. He wouldn't see the future with Deshaun. No, 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 no. I would. I would. Oh, you, I would. I would, take, I would take. Deshaun. I would take. Yeah, I would take Deshaun for the future. <laughs> it's not. Hold on. It's not. It's not. It's not that. It's not that. Uh, I don't think that Dak could be a guy for the future. I'm just trying. I'm just banking on uh, what what Deshaun could be over what Dak is. Right? Dak is good. He's really good. Right? I don't think Dak would ever would ever be one of those elite guys. Right? I think Deshaun can be one of those elite guys. He's not playing like it right now. He's playing like a good quarterback right now. He's not playing. Well, he's like playing a like Dak right now. Is what Deshaun's doing. <laughs> He's playing like a like a worse. He, he's playing of Dak down now. to Dak's level, so he's not. He's playing, playing like a worse version of Dak. Be. Dak is better than him right now. He's playing like a worse version of Dak right now. I, I don't even. I don't even think there's a rebuttal that I have. This competition matters. You say you say one thing and then say another thing. This competition matter. Does, does it matter, matter Darnell? Yes, yes, it does. Yes, Darnell. Darnell. We, we just does. played the number two teams in the AFC, and he played a team that didn't make the playoffs. Darnell, Darnell lost. Darnell. Make the playoffs. And so, barely that's why we lost that one. one. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson put up how many points? Yeah, I'm against, not. Against again, guys, guys, I'm not looking at that. I'm not Deshaun looking at Watson stats. Deshaun Watson put up how many points? I'm not looking at stats. Against the number points. one defense in the league. Deshaun Watson, bro, Deshaun Watson doesn't have the brain. He doesn't have the he Since have the, the Ravens acquired Marcus Peters, the Ravens have had a number one defense. It's have the had a top five defense take, in the league. I'll take a guy who can run, and I'll take a guy who can throw the ball over a guy who's going to scramble and look down the field any day. So y'all can go so ahead. Who has the most comeback ball. wins? What? Who has the most comeback who's, wins? Who, put that team on the back and come back and win the games. So who's all, who's overall numbers are better? Oh, don't who's you go to the numbers longer? because y'all had a lot of bullshit games that y'all were not in last year to where he who's, who's QBR, 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 
you QBR. tell me about QBR when you getting garbage, you getting garbage completions when y'all already out of the game, bro. Q, bro, and y'all having to throw the ball. Consistency. Looking down the field. Analyzing the defense. Knowing did y'all make the playoffs last year? Knowing what protection the call. How good is that press out? Did y'all make knowing, the playoffs last year? Knowing who will be open pre-play. Deshaun Watson was in the playoffs last year. Y'all was in the playoffs last year? Because that's how good he was. Winning football. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Yeah, because his numbers was that good. So y'all still got to beat the. Y'all still got to get out of the division. Exactly. We're gonna. We're gonna win. His numbers were so good they led y'all into the playoffs and y'all made a deep run. Like why? Why we not get? Why we not getting the numbers? Why we? We're talking about Dak Prescott versus Deshaun Watson. We're not talking about the Cowboys versus the Texans. We're talking about Dak Prescott versus Deshaun Watson. Exactly, bro. Last year, last year, 2019, QBR Dak Prescott was ranked number four. Uh, QBR was 71.9, and Deshaun Watson, I'm trying to find him. Hi, number seven. Deshaun Watson, yeah, you was right on the head, Darnell. Deshaun Watson's number seven. QBR 70.5 to Dak Prescott's 71.9 QBR. Yeah, a big disparity, man. But the only disparity that we can actually count to that actually count is one team made the playoffs. Deshaun Watson win the year before that. 2018. Okay, hold on. I'm getting these stats too from uh, ESPN. So just in case they're wrong, so I can't say I was wrong. Uh, all right. So 2018, uh, QBR, Sean Watson was ranked number 13 with a 61.8 QBR rating, and Dak Prescott was uh, ranked 17 with a 55.2 QBR rating compared to Dak. Bro, Dak is a load of fucking. Hey. Crap. Hey, what what was uh, not at all. What, hey, what what was what was Lamar? Hey, what, what was Lamar in those two years? Uh, Nuts. so 2018, <laughs> Lamar Jackson QBR. He only uh, played like a couple uh, games that the first year, 2018. Play half the year. Oh shit. Uh, oh, he was ranked number thirty. 2018, he was ranked number thirty-one with a QBR of forty-two point six. Because he had only played like that, he had only started, I think, one game, like a, a couple uh, games heading into that season. 2019, he he was, I think I just said 31 or 30, and then mm-hmm. he with like a 40 something uh, QBR last year, he jumped to uh, number one, 83 uh, QBR, wow. right? being able to play that full season, playing basketball over there. Let's hope y'all make it anyways. Anyways. Um, so um so yeah man uh Let's hey, hope bro. Y'all make it out. hey man this this is good bro I like I like this I like this tension I like Perfect. this tension we got going on here man I like this tension man uh so uh for now at least that wraps up uh the cowboys um sedacious you my brother but uh I don't know bro I don't yeah, I don't know. I can't root for the Cowboys. So you, I was going to say, don't, don't wrap it up and just say some bullshit. Huh? I was going to say, don't wrap it up and just say some bullshit. Back up. Right. Back up. No, no, no. We got to move on. Uh, back trash. Next. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yo, man. Um, still keep, obviously keeping it in football. Uh, the next uh, thing uh, that's recently just happened, man, motherfucking primetime going to Jackson State University, motherfucking HBCU. Uh, you know, we, well, I know me, Sedation Darnell, we uh, we all went to HBCUs. 
UFC Nation, Wiley College. Hey, we're got the house in here, bro. Hey, bro, I was going to get to you, bro. Hold on. Wait. Uh, man, relax. relax. <laughs> Let him get out of the shot, though. Fuck with you over there, man. We're going to fuck with you, bro. Relax, relax. Be over. We are uh, HBCU. Uh, uh, Trans man, Wiley College. Um, uh, the Emacs Stacks Media Company. That's what that was birthday, man. Um, and my dog, Christian. I think he's a coach for right, maybe. But hey, he went to Morehouse, man. Um, he went to Morehouse with uh, obviously a lot of great men, but everyone knows, you know, uh, the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was there, man. It was also our friend. Hey, fight! Um, but yo, man, I'll just like to show watch. Deion Sanders going to uh, HBCU Jackson State uh, University. Uh, man, like, I'll kick it off just in terms of just like what that means or what it could mean and you know um so me seeing it uh recently it's like i've always remembered uh when like players or coaches go to decide to transfer or go to another school go to another team you always talk about winning the press conference right so perfect example for that was like the big three the miami heat Wade, Boss, LeBron, like the big old party they had, like you would consider that like winning the press conference, right? Uh, uh, prime time, pulling up in the caddy, you know, in the uh, gym or auditorium or wherever at Jackson State, you know, riding, you know, pulling out with his old lady, you know, like, yo, God sent me here, like winning the press conference, you know what I'm saying? Um, so if we just talk, I mean, we can't really talk about Oh, we can't talk about football and what that means. I think this is big in terms of, you know, you already got a uh, maker going to Howard, um, highly a uh, top 15 uh, ESPN 100 ranked, uh, things ranked 15 going to Howard to play basketball. Then you have a kid like Mikey Williams, who's a top ranked freshman. I forget what year, 2022 maybe. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but Mikey Williams saying that he's interested in going to HBCUs and then now you have Deion Sanders, prime time, Hall of Fame football uh, player who didn't go to HBCU. Prime went to uh, Florida State, and he could have, I'm pretty sure, a long time ago, even now, went to Florida State to be a head coach. But instead, he decided to take his name, take his cachet, take all his football knowledge, and direct that towards an HBCU. And the beauty of that is I think, I think um, prime time going to Jackson State University will not just be a benefit to Jackson State University. We know Primetime been on NFL. Now he's with Barstool Sports. He's, you know, with other, uh, he's with other entities, right? And I don't just see him going to Jackson State University being just a football coach only. And obviously, a lot of times, you know, when you go to HBCU, you're more than just a coach. You're more than just a teacher or a professor, as we know, going to HBCU. So, what I'm what I'm expecting long term and prime time being there is I think it's not just gonna like I said it's not gonna open up the field for Jackson State but I think it's going to in whatever way it's gonna be a trickle down effect to other schools uh, you know right now we in like this high climate of Black Lives Matter and all these companies wanting to do right by the black people and show we're we're standing by black people in whatever way. And I'm pretty sure a lot of those companies, the Fortune 500 companies or whatever, are going to try to funnel their uh, black initiative through uh, Deion Sanders uh, being at Jackson State. And I 
I'm just assuming I can see uh, Deion Sanders being the type of dude that's going to be like, yo, don't just try to come over here and show me love. I got a community of other black colleges surrounding me that, you know, that I grew up watching and, you know, having other guys like Doug Williams, who I uh, heard he was like talking to and like getting ready to go to Jackson State. So it's going to be a trickle down effect of prime time going to Jackson State University. And can you fucking imagine prime time, like, sitting in your living room like Isaac. Prime time came in your living room like when you was playing football back in the day. Like, I know you got the Nick Sabans. I know you got all the other coaches. But, like, prime time, bro, I think prime time can fuck around and sell water to a fish, bro. So, like. I'm going D1. I'm going to go D1, man. Isaac, so, like, so you got, so it's just that. And, like, not even, again, not what he's doing to us, what he's probably going to do for other colleges, but, like, bringing in other big-time players, you know what I'm saying, other five-star recruits that may would have easily, without the blink of an eye, went to a Clemson, went to an Oregon, went to um, wherever else, uh, Alabama. It's like, nah. Shout out to Auburn. Could have went to man. Shout out to Auburn. <laughs> Being like, nah, I, for whatever reason, like, yeah, Nick Saban came to see me, but I just, and, you know, these being black athletes, right, uh, talking about those black athletes, like, coming in and building up these, uh, power five schools, these predominantly white schools. Man, I, I got a better connection with Prime. Like, I'm gonna go over here with him and start something with the uh, with the HBCU. And I mean, Jackson State within itself. Uh, uh, one time, you know, had 11 players go into the NFL draft like all in one night. You know, so like it's a lot of lot of history. You know, one NFL uh, MVP and sweetness himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's gonna it's a big deal for HBCUs all over, um, because not just because of the wisdom that he got going on, but I feel like he's gonna use his cachet and him being prime time to help other surrounding HBCUs. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I I I'm not gonna lie, I did not watch the um, the press conference because. Uh, all right, that that part I really don't care about. Uh, one, I think that Dion is a great coach. I think he has a lot of wealth. I've seen him um, at um, uh, n- like high school Nike camps and Adidas camps and stuff like that, working with mm-hmm. DBs. Uh, he is so big on technique um, and uh, uh, getting guys to play the right the right way. Yeah, he's gonna let guys have the swagger that they want to have. That's fine, but. He commands a respect um, that I, I think, you know, a part of just who he is, he's going to get. But he also demands it for anyone that thinks like, oh, I'm prime 2.0. He's like, okay, yeah, whatever. All right, uh, the guy's going to be in line. So I'm, I'm really excited about this hire. But what, what we're going to need to see uh, from him uh, is uh, a solid program that – Hey, four four years from now, four years from now, uh, when they when they have a game versus a uh, uh, an FCS school or F- FBS school versus versus FBS school, um, are they competitive? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, uh, are they getting blown out? You know, are they competitive? Are they are they challenging for the for the swag uh, on a yearly basis? Hey, how many guys? Are they getting drafted? You know, is it two or three every year? 
was it that one guy you know just comes along the punter right you know uh, uh that, that you, you always get a, a, a punter every year from from uh, an hbcu that, that gets drafted um so you know uh th that that's what we're gonna need to see uh, and i think i think he he's a guy that can do it i think he has a wealth of knowledge um that he can get from from um different coaches that he, that that he has uh played for um and I think that he that he'll he'll be able to get it. Um, getting the five star recruits, I'm not sure how many of those he'll get. I mean, just because, you know, if you visit Alabama and you visit Clemson and you visit Jackson State, mm -hmm. you know, for for the average 18 year old, I'm going to Bama, bro. I, you know, I love my people, but I'm going to Bama, right? What's up? I'm trying to go to the league. Yeah. Um. But but there's gonna be a three star, a four star that slips through the cracks, that's like, hey, you know what? I could be a fringe guy at Alabama. I could be a fringe guy at Clemson. I could be a fringe guy in the SEC, or I could come down here and dominate and start something. Let me go do that. And and for those guys that he gets, those those two or three when he first gets there that he gets, those guys need to dominate and get to the league. And once that happens, you'll start to see a funnel of a bunch of, not necessarily the top, top guys, but guys who are coming out who are kind of mid-tier to pretty good that'll go there and they'll come out excellent. They'll be the Jerry Rices. They'll be the Walter Paytons. They'll be the Mel Blunts. They'll be the Doug Williamses, the Aeneas Williamses. Right, uh, who went in, um, you know, uh, as Prince guys and, and came out uh, excellent as Hall of Famers. Um, and so, um, and I, I'm excited to talk about this. I have Eddie Robinson on, on my, uh, my my picture there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one of three coaches to have 400 wins in the, uh, in the NCAA. Um, you know, he is the pinnacle of, of you know, uh, everything that that, uh, that a black coach wants to be, a coach period wants to be, but uh, definitely a black coach and a black coach at HBCU. Um, so it was more than just the game. It was more than just the field. It was about raising young men um, to go out and be productive members of society. And I think Dion's going to do that. So I'm excited about it. Um, almost bringing me to tears. I'm excited about it, man. I, 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 can't, I can't wait to see what happens, I, you know, but we're going to need to see some production. So and I think we'll get that from him. Yeah, no, nah, uh, the the production, yeah, and I and hey, I could be just a victim of like winning the press conference. That could be what it is. Uh, uh, -huh. uh but just yeah, man, like the exposure, you know, the attention. I, I, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. Go go go. But uh, I I feel like you know it's not just the press conference. I think it goes far beyond that. I feel like every generational talent that is, I'm sorry to say, black. You know what I'm saying? To have prime time come and say, hey, come don't to Don't be sorry. Don't come. be sorry. I'm about we're to say, great. don't be sorry to say that. Yeah, we're, we're great. We're great. <laughs> right. Sure. Like, they go, like, try, try to come down and be like, hey, come to Jackson State and have all these prime A athletes leaving HBCUs from then on. Here's a, uh, here's another thing. Um, and being a reporter and talking to uh, a numerous high school athletes going through recruitment and covering National Signing Day, 
Isaac, Christian, sure, yeah, save in those facilities, like, get treated like a king there. But I feel like at those levels, it's more next man up as opposed to come in close, let me nurture you and treat you more than just a player on my team. And I feel like that's, it may not always be like that, but I feel like that's also what comes with Deion Sanders being a head coach there at Jackson State. And obviously all coaches or most coaches are like that, especially I would assume in the HBCU uh, arena. But prom just being prom makes you all the more enticing to be like, right. yeah, I'm going to go. Don't be shocked if top players I, do turn down those Bamas and so forth to go rock out with prom in Jackson I State. Think, I think what you're alluding to, Mac, is just the overall essence of not only am I going to really be a coach, I'm also a black man, so I know the struggles that you faced growing up right. and me also being that black man and, you know, trying to bear that cross, so to speak, of, you know, hey, man, maybe you grew up in an impoverished environment where the opportunities weren't allotted to you as, you know, the next man may be who isn't black, you know, i.e., you know, a white kid who maybe had it a bit easier growing up. So I think it's more so uh, you looking at yourself when you see coach, right, instead of yeah, looking at somebody man. who, man, he doesn't relate to me. He don't really know about Right. You know what I went through. He don't. You know he don't know about think, shit that's really going on. I think he's going to prep the minds, but I think he he's going to be a better prepper of the minds for a black male going into millions of dollars. That's just how I feel. I mean, he Absolutely. he's been in that seat, so he's going to be. Yeah, like like Christian said, I I can't wait to see because it's going to be a ripple effect, and I I, I can't I, I for one can't wait to see him in action and then the ripple effect that takes place afterwards. Uh, right on, man. I'm, I'm also, I'm also. Uh, I know we're going to go long on this, but I'm also excited about. Uh, I want to see his coaching staff. So he has To coaching the wide receivers. There's no wait. Wait a minute, Christian. Has that been confirmed? Because the guy tweeted today, a reporter. He tweeted uh -huh. today that it was going to be To, oh, Warren Sapp, and a couple yeah. other uh, NFL players. And Deion Sanders retweeted that and said, "This is a lie. This is not oh, true." Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So okay. I, we got to keep our oh, okay. facts straight nah, on this. I, okay. No, okay. I just I saw that. I was like, "Oh, now." It, 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 like, it may be true. It could be true, but Deion Sanders has not confirmed it so far. He's got you. Hey, so so I'm kind of glad. Okay, okay. I'm kind of glad you said that because. I don't. I don't know. I don't know any of these guys personally, but from the the things that I've seen of Dion and him working with kids, like I've seen, Dion can coach. Okay, I, I, he can coach. I is it would be hard for me to see To coaching. I've I've seen. Like I've I've seen I've seen you know clips of To you know on the field with other people da da da. It it be it's it's hard pressed for me to see him coaching uh, guys up. Uh, you know the details of different things. Um, Why so? Uh, Is it because I, I, of the I, narrative that has been created around him? No, no, media? no, no. Just just the I'm I'm I mean I forget the narrative. I mean people people make stuff up. You mean an effective time. coach, right? It's hard for you to see him being an effective coach. Yeah, I'm basing it. Yeah, I'm basing off of I'm. Only thing I'm basing off of is clips that clips that I've seen of him in workouts with other guys, right? 
So in workouts with other with other young players, him talking to young players, him talking to young receivers who are about to go into the league and the, the conversations that he's having with them, you know, he, he talks like a it's it's T.O. He talks like T. He talks like T.O. He like yeah. well, you're not surprised when you see it. When I first saw clips of Dion coaching, I was like, wow. You like, and and that's fair, Christian. Like you're stating why you feel that way. You're just going off yeah. what the sample size. Yeah, I mean, yeah, see. and I, I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying, but based off you don't see how like saw, the T.O. personality translates to coaching or effective coaching. Yeah, just like the, the clips the clips that I saw of him in situations that a coach would be in. He was he was TO. He he was the facade of what everyone thinks of when they think of TO, right? Yeah. When when I saw clips of prime of of Dion coaching, right? It wasn't prime time. Mm-hmm. It was coach Sanders. Yeah. It was that was there was a there was a difference. There was a no-nonsense, we're here to get down to business, we are buckling down, there's a reason why your eyes are supposed to be right here. There's a reason why your foot placement needs to be right here. There's a reason why your stance needs to be right here. Yes, I know you want to look cool, but you look cool after you make the play. Before you do any of that, there are things that need to happen. And he is, he is like, he's meticulous like that, right? I didn't, I didn't, I'm just talking about just clips that I saw online, a, a bunch of different ones of, of you know, I just saw T.O., right? And, you know, it's like, okay, hey, T.O. So, um, I'm not saying that he couldn't coach. I'm just saying from what I saw of him, it was like, you know, I'm not sure that, that I get the job done. You know what I'm saying? You know, it might bring somebody to the, to the, uh, to the school. I'm just not sure that would get the job done. So, oh, yeah. one, one last thing try to wrap that up if y'all have nothing else to add um so i remember i remember hearing you say isaac it's just like hey bro i'm trying to get to the league i may have to go ahead and go to alabama but shit, who, who, who better to get you to the league than the hall of fame true right but when a guy when a recruit um and i would notice um just having like a lot of uh friends mm-hmm. that have went and played collegiate basketball with now yeah. Uh, on the playoff season, do different ventures and things like that. Like, you want somebody who's already been established, it's especially a program, right? So, if I know Alabama is they pushing them running out. back you, DBU, <laughs> they pumping them out every yeah. year, and it's for sure. Like, if I go play receiver at Alabama and I'm, and I'm really like that, man, it's a high probability that I'm going probably the first three rounds of the NFL draft, like, and he yeah. can almost guarantee me that if I could stay healthy. I would probably go towards that if I'm a kid coming from, hey, man, I ain't really have a lot growing up, man. I'm trying to get my mama out this position. And when you were I'm kid, going, Isaac, you I'm going towards PBA. my quickest, short thing route <laughs> yeah. that's going to get me to the league. Yeah. As opposed to, man, I'm going to HBCU route. We might not, we ain't going to get a lot of televised yeah. games. Yeah, I mean, like you say, Christian, like producing into Isaac, like building that establishment, producing on the field is what's going to build that. That mm-hmm. the kids aren't thinking long term. They don't. They're yeah, not no, thinking right, to build right, the right. program up ten years from now. I got ten months. I got a couple years. <laughs> I got to get it. You know, nah, nah. Yeah, I'm doing yeah, that. I feel that. But yeah. I, I, I definitely, yeah. definitely rooting for just. 
Do yeah, once 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 he builds the once he builds the program up, then he'll have a shot. Yeah, you know he can't. He's not gonna come in first. You know, I now listen. I give him a grace period for the first year. I give him, and COVID you, I, and all I give him a few years. I give him a few years. Yeah, yeah. If he if he does pull a five, uh, uh, ESPN top one fifty guy, ESPN top three hundred guy, in his first year, man. I yeah, think it can happen. I don't cool. think it's a long shot. I think it can happen. Probably no worse uh, than Harbaugh. Say it again. <laughs> I think it's worse Harbaugh. But man. still, but still, but 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 still, Har- Har- Harbaugh's at Michigan, at you know a Big Ten school um, where there, there's a bunch of exposure. Where you know, hey, hey, you the man. You know, yeah. J- J- Jackson State. You know, how many fans got the game? Five thousand. They got a thirty thousand seat stadium, but how many how many fans does it go I to mean, the game? Jackson State, I believe they do hold like an attendance record like fourteen times for like the largest crowd, and obviously that's not they may not be a recent, but over the course of history and time and playing games, but like, bro, like I know what the perception is of the HBCU program. Yeah. Like, I grew up in it, I seen it, but don't like don't underestimate, bro. Just like. The history and being in that environment, if you can like, no, just, no, no, no. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, uh, it, I'm not saying that 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 there that's not quality down it, or there's not quality within HBCU football. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that um, that that prime can't make that a top program where kids want to go to. Yeah. I'm saying, I'm just saying right now, it'd be hard for me to think that hey, a guy that's a that's an ESPN top 150 player. Who's getting looked at from teams in the Pac-12, in the Big Ten, in the SEC, and the ACC would choose Jackson State just because Prime is there, right? Just like, just like Anthony Lynn needs to be self-interested and not start Tyrod. Those guys are going to be self-interested and say, "Hey, look, I like what you got going on, Prime, but I got to look out for me right now." No, right? that's fair. That's fair. And, I respect and, it. And I know, I know for a fact that uh, USC got games on TV. I know for a fact that Texas got games on TV. I know for a fact that Alabama got games on TV. That Florida got games on TV. That the U got games on TV. I am hoping that Jackson State get plays a, somebody at least a deal with a third of the country yeah, yeah like there's a lot of business that goes into that but just with prom's connections in the media and just like that cachet i would assume that there's gonna maybe not a whole season or eight but there's gonna be a couple games and if he could build it pro i'm just there, 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 there might be there might be we're just saying we're just saying you're we're just saying day one yeah we can't expect for those top tier guys to come there day one. Before what we can look for, himself. what we can look for is, hey, these three star guys who are rated three star, but are probably you know more like five star guys, right? Or guys who are guys who are, who who are not where they can be. There there are a bunch of guys who, uh, uh, heck, Baker Mayfield, right? Didn't get offers. Was a one-star guy. Uh, he, you know, no matter what we think about him right now, he was still the number one pick in the in the draft, right? He's still a starting quarterback in the, in the NFL, right? There are a lot of quarterbacks who are five-star guys who who are not in that position. 
Josh Allen didn't get recruited by anybody, right? I'm saying those type of guys who who are getting overlooked but Most have something to go are are going to be the ones that he needs to pull in, develop, and get them there, and say this is what we're doing. Imagine if a five star came here, yeah, what we would do with him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They would also need the guys. It's a process. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a process. So they, they also need to get the guys who who are leaving those programs. Hey. They didn't treat me right at Alabama. They didn't treat me right at, at LSU. They didn't treat me right at Arbor, right? They didn't treat me right at Mississippi State. Okay, let me let me go down there with somebody gonna love me. They can love me through through these different different issues. Yeah, right. No, that's, down, that's, um, that's a very great great uh, so, insight on there, Christian. Um, you know what I'm saying, but once the talent gets there, they gotta develop them. They gotta put a put a product on the field. No, nah, that's real. That's real. Um, fellas, we went completely over time, but I truly believe it was a great conversation. <laughs> I really, I really do. I really, really, truly do. Um, real quick, we're gonna throw this at Christian, even though he's not a big basketball guy, just to uh, make it fun. Oh, damn, I think we had like a minute 35, <laughs> but we about to try to wrap up real quick. Oh, so, um, the game is over. And the Nuggets have beat the Lakers 114 to 106. Um, Y'all heard Darnell's take on it um, earlier and how he, out of a fan, he disclaimer saying out of a fan, he think magic could happen and they could push a game seven. And as a fan, Darnell would favor the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Eyes against Sedacious, real quick, real quick, real quick. Y'all only up 2-1 now. Y'all gave up that one game. Do y'all feel like it's still going to be a gentleman's sweep? Or were y'all watching the game as we was doing the podcast and saw some things that was concerning? I didn't see anything that was alarming. All I saw is that the Lakers came out um, very lackadaisical with no real intent on, you know, basically putting a foot in their ass really like they should have. And they kind of let up a little bit and they showed. They end up trying to, you know, make a late run, uh, but it didn't, you know, end up going, you know, their way. So they end up losing by eight. So um, overall, even with them playing a, a horrible game, you still lost by eight. I'm confident in that, man. Lakers and five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, LeBron does this thing where he's just like, oh, okay, y'all want to do that? It's, it can be over real soon. And that's just what's gonna happen. Y'all got y'all little one. It was fun and it was cute. But because I don't know, like 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 Isaac said, they they did a late run, but the late run was like like you know what I'm saying? Too late. It was it was deliberate though. It was like, oh we, we could have did this the entire game and easily won. Yeah. That's how that's how that's how the run looked. Darnell, are you speaking as an analyst or a fan right now? How you feel? Y'all only down two one, y'all got game three. Make it quick, make it Game's not over. Series not over. All right. We're Series, still over. Series ain't over. All right. So we're going to. <laughs> Yo, Christian, we know you're not super duper basketball, but you got to give us a pick. What is your pick? Lakers at Denver. Do you have the Lakers in five or Denver in five or six or seven? What is your pick on the Lakers and Denver series as the football team? Uh, let, let me ask you, is, is this the, the Western Conference Final? Yes, yes. Good job, Christian. Yes. Okay. Um, and the, the Lakers are the number one team, right? Yes. Number one team, yes. 
I'm gonna see what 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 were the Nuggets? I I remember back in the day when the Lakers were sweeping everybody and when they had Shaq and Kobe. Are you talking about when and Allen Rob and Allen Iverson? They got that one uh, game. Came in and got that one. History repeats itself. It literally happened almost you know, ten years ago in, in literally the same matchups. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go, I'm gonna go with uh, with what history has shown. I think the Lakers will take it in five. <laughs> shit you said all day. Hey, Christian, you know, that was a great take. Well, I don't know. If that's a great take, but but yeah, whatever. Uh, Isaac and. Um, Sedacious may really like you for uh, picking the Lakers, but we still not fucking with you uh, to the next podcast for what you say about the Texans. <laughs> hey, man, look, that was a, a episode two, man. We're here to stay. Um, we still haven't got a light bulb. Hey, yo, e, man. Name of our podcast, huh? What you say, Sedacious? Can you let us introduce ourselves next time, please? You well, just go like, ahead. All right, mean, introduce man. yourself before we sign out. How about that? Y'all no, no, know who no, I am. No. My mama named Elwood. Huh? Oh, go to that. Introduce. <laughs> <laughs> the mama name Cash. I'm talking Cash. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Introduce yourself as we sign out. Only episode two, so we probably got new viewers in who don't know. So you right, Sedacious. What's up to the new viewers? Go to Oh, it's the kid. Sedacious. That's it. That's all I'm saying because we're at the end. I would like to do this again better at the beginning, <laughs> episode three. Man, what's the fucking deal, man? It's your boy Sean or his old man. Tap the fuck in, man. Yo, it's your boy Black Peace right here coming live and direct. Y'all already know what's up. And I am Coach Johnson. Catch out boys next week. And ladies.